I'm Elizabeth Holmes, and this is The Radiant Badass, a podcast that's fueled by my passion for water cooler conversations in a virtual world. All right, all right, all right. Hi, I'm Elizabeth, and I'm a bookaholic. I'm certain I've mentioned before how addicted I am to reading all of the books. Escaping into a book has been my go-to coping mechanism for as long as I can remember. This affinity for seeking answers in books has resulted in me reading a shit ton of self-help or personal development, as the genre is now called, or transformational literature, as I've also heard it referred to. Whatever you call it, I've dabbled in the genre since I was a kid, and I picked up Gail Sheely's passages from my mom's bedside table, and I got the 411 on what adult life was going to look like while parked on my parents' bed. Not really suitable material for an elementary schooler. In particular, the chapter about sex was a little traumatizing, but what else is a latchkey kid going to do? I found myself doubling down on the whole personal development vibe in 2012 when a series of personal crises, or opportunities as personal development authors would frame it, brought me to my knees and my previous coping mechanisms like ignoring the problem or drinking wine stopped working. I was desperate, and those loaded bookshelves beckoned me, assuring me that if I just found the exact right book with the exact right words, it would be a maximum of eight simple steps, and my life would be back on track. I'm a little conflicted about how to best communicate to you the absolute fucking commitment I made to working my way through all of the books. If I say I was like Ms. Pac-Man, macking on power pellets, that's probably pretty close. It's like I thought if I could devour all the pages, I would get all the knowledge and be able to absolutely stick it to those fucking ghosts that were floating around my goddamn field of play. And actually, that's a much better analogy than I thought it was when I started going down that path. See, like you get it, like Inky, Blinky, Pinky, and Sue represent all those mental, physical, and existential crises I was facing, and the power pellets each represent a book. I know that having to explain an analogy indicates it's a weak one, but in this case, I thought it was weaker than it was going into it, and it's turning out to be pretty good now, so I'm proud of it. So I just want to double down and circle back and kind of highlight that that was pretty good. But back to my personal development addiction. I was raiding the library, loading up my iPad, and cruising Amazon and local bookstores. One thing about this genre is that they are very good at cross-promoting other authors, and each book would lead me to another or three others, as I blazed my way through reading lists I found on the internet and books recommended by the teachers or other bloggers I was following, which morphed into taking recommendations from guests on podcasts when I dove into listening to podcasts. My to-be-read stack was more of a Twin Towers situation, and I was forever getting overdue notices simply because I couldn't get to the books in time. I was reading like it was my job, which, you know, it sounds like that would be a dream job for me. But the urgent seeking energy I was bringing to the project was sucking a fair amount of the joy out of it for me. The quest element was pretty intense. Like, picture the single-minded pursuit that Thanos embodied as he careened across the galaxy collecting infinity stones. Or all those dwarves and hobbits or whatever going after the ring. That's the vibe I was bringing to it. I was convinced the way forward was through the pages of a book, and once I stumbled upon the magic combination, I would shepherd everything to get back to normal. 
During this time, I started doing this thing where I'd go into a bookstore and just kind of wander around, seeing what book called out to me, like adding a mystical element to the whole endeavor. And it's no surprise that every time I went, there would be three or four books that made themselves known to me. First, I'd try to find them at the library. And if I couldn't, I'd buy them because even with a very robust library, the quest was not cheap. I read so many books that sometimes I'd get a book in my hands and start reading it and realize that I'd already read it, but didn't remember that I read it. I had moved into the quantity over quality phase. And this went on for longer than I'd like to admit. I'm sure you've guessed this part already, but I never did run across the book that fixed everything in eight simple steps. The answer wasn't going to be found in time management or being a love warrior or radical acceptance. Actually, let me correct that. Radical acceptance is a big fucking piece of the puzzle. And reading that book also didn't fix everything for me. But I do strongly recommend reading Radical Acceptance and then practicing that in your life. I can say that this unofficial PhD in personal development has improved me. I eat better. I move more. I meditate. I actively monitor and manage my stress. I'm super invested in quality sleep hygiene. I hydrate. My spiritual life is extremely important to me. All of that. I also choose joy, seek out delight, and give fewer fucks than I ever did before. I'm so much healthier. But here's the fucking kick in the ass. It's an ongoing process. There's no arrival at the destination of normal. And friend, there were way more than eight steps. I'm still a reader of personal development, but the intensity has lessened considerably. I went to the bookstore the other day, and for the first time in forever, there wasn't a single book calling out to me. Okay, to be honest, there wasn't a single personal development book calling out. There was plenty of fiction, witchcraft, and cookbooks that were willing to go home with me, but the personal development books weren't speaking to me. And my first thought was, have I finally OD'd on self-help? We are for sure on a break. And it would be accurate to say that I'm reassessing my relationship with self-help. And all that feels good. It's strange how hard it can be to admit that you've grown and it's time to let go of what you were using to cope. It feels a little like I'm betraying all these authors who were trying to help me. Like, I legit feel a little bit like I'm, I don't know for sure what the feeling is. Like, maybe it's feeling a little arrogant when I feel like the latest Gabby Bernstein book doesn't have anything for me anymore. Like, going in alone as my own coach should be what all these authors want, but maybe they don't quite trust me yet. Maybe there's just one more book I should read. But the silent books at the bookstore made it clear to me that I'm now using these books as a crutch instead of admitting to myself that I'm ready to be my own coach, that I know and I can trust myself. And that feels both scary and exciting. I'm not fully off the junk. I mean, let's be real but I am far pickier about the titles I do pick up. And I enjoy the books more since I no longer feel like I'm in a race against the clock to stuff as many words in my head as possible. I could call it book recovery, but that's about the nerdiest idea that I've ever even contemplated. I am working on coming into a healthy relationship with the genre and figuring out its place in my life. Getting self-help sober, if you will. One way this experience will come in handy is that if you're looking at a book that was published before 2020 and are wondering if you should read it or not, hit me up. There's an 83% chance that I've read it, and I'm happy to tell you what I thought. 
Also, I'll be doing more blog posts and podcasts covering the books I had read. I don't want to waste that energy, and I'm happy to share my thoughts on what helped me and what you can probably skip. This is the Radiant Badass Podcast, and I'm Elizabeth Holmes. You can find me at radiantbadass.com or on Instagram at radiantbadass. If you want to continue this conversation, find me on Clubhouse at Radiant Badass. Notice the pattern? Links to all the fun stuff we talked about in today's episode can be found on our show's notes page. Thanks for joining me, and thanks as always to my producer and creativity coach, Chris Martin. 